Cheers to a great day and this ice-cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Throw in some music. We can watch the game. Or we could keep it simple. Corona, la vida más fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona extra beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Grammar Girl here. Since this is my 100th episode, it seemed like a fitting time to talk about how to use numbers in sentences. Whether to use a numeral or spell out a number as a word is a matter of style. For general writing, most guides agree that you should use words for the numbers 1 through 9, but for larger numbers, the rules vary wildly from style guide to style guide. Some say to use words for the numbers 1 to 100, 1 to 10, any word that can be written with 1 or 2 words, and so on. Typically, people who write business or technical documents are more likely to use numerals liberally, whereas people who write less technical documents are more likely to write out the words for numbers. If someone handles numbers a different way than you do, they're probably using a different style guide. So the best advice I can give you is to pick a style and stick with it when it makes sense. Since I used to be a technical writer, I write out the words for numbers 1 through 9 and use numerals for most other numbers. Fortunately, some rules about writing numbers are more universally agreed upon than the general rules I just told you about. Let's say you're writing about snail development, a technical subject, and you've decided on a style that says you use words for the numbers 1 through 9 and numerals for anything bigger. If you come upon a case where you have two related numbers in the same sentence, you should write them both as numerals if you would write one of them as a numeral. The idea is to write them the same way when they're in the same sentence. So even though you would normally write out the word one if you were writing the sentence, the snail advanced one inch, if you added a number over nine to that sentence, then you'd use numerals instead of words if you were to write, the snail advanced one inch on the first day and 12 inches on the second day. You'd write both one and 12 as a numeral. Most style guides agree that you should break your general rule in cases like that, when doing so would make your document more internally consistent. Here's another one most people seem to agree on. When you're writing two numbers right next to each other, you should use words for one of them and a numeral for the other because that makes it a lot easier to read. For example, if you write, we tested 52 12-inch snails, you should write out the number 52, but spell out 12, or vice versa. Doors take us to summers away. Or winter adventures. And afternoon getaways. Your dedicated Fidelity Advisor can help you open those doors by working with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Because doors were meant to be opened. Visit fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimum supply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Remember the frustration of trying to memorize vocabulary and grammar rules only to find you couldn't actually use the language in real life? Well, there's a better way to learn. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with millions of users learning 25 different languages, and you can get it on your desktop or as an app on your phone or tablet. 
Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. It's really different. You pick up the language naturally, first with words, then the phrases, and then with sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Grammar Girl listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Is it rosettastone.com slash grammar. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash grammar today. True or false? Walmart has eye care. True. Stop by Walmart to save and browse top designer frames right where you already shop. And they accept most insurance. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. When you put a number at the beginning of a sentence, most sources recommend writing out the words. If the number would be ridiculously long if you wrote out the words, you should rephrase the sentence so the number doesn't come at the beginning. For example, this sentence would be hard to read if you wrote out the number. 12,842 people attended the parade. It's better to rephrase the sentence to read something like this. The parade was attended by 12,842 people. The second sentence uses passive voice, which I generally discourage, but passive voice is better than writing out a humongous number and taking the risk that your reader's brains will be numb by the time they get to the verb. Some style guides make an exception to allow you to use the numeral when you're putting a year at the beginning of a sentence, but others recommend that you use words even in the case of years. Okay, here's a final rule that's pretty straightforward. If you're writing dialogue, for example, quoting someone in a magazine article or writing conversation in fiction, spell out all the numbers. Of course, even here, the Chicago Manual of Style notes that you should use numerals if, quote, words begin to look silly, end quote. But the idea is that you should lean toward using words in dialogue. There's so much more to say about numbers that I'm going to make this a two-part series. Next week, I'll cover rules about writing percents, decimals, and numbers over a million. Those of you who are longtime listeners will remember that about a year ago, I picked on Scott Sigler for using comma splices in his book Ancestor. Well, he has a new book called Infected coming out next week, and his punctuation has improved so much that I couldn't find any recurring mistakes to complain about. He's offering a free PDF version of Infected for just the next four days, March 28th, 29th, 30th, and 31st. Visit his website at scottsigler.com, download his book, and see if you can find any errors to hassle him about. Really, he loves it. Questions and comments for me, Grammar Girl, go to feedback at quickanddirtytips.com or the voicemail line at 206-338-GIRL. There are a couple of web bonuses this week, and you can read them in the full transcript of this podcast at quickanddirtytips.com, where you can find the other great shows, including Money Girl, The Mighty Mommy, and The Get It Done Guy. That's all. Thanks for listening and helping me make it to 100 episodes. Doors take us to summers away. Or winter adventures. And afternoon getaways. Your dedicated Fidelity Advisor can help you open those doors by working with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Because doors were meant to be opened. Visit fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimum supply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. True or false? Walmart has eye care. True. 
Stop by Walmart to save and browse top designer frames right where you already shop. And they accept most insurance. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart.